0: Yo, 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 what up? This is Al and B, and we back for the Say No More podcast, and this will be episode number five. You know what I'm saying? We back in the building. Yo, B, say what up to the people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you already know. That's how we're going to start off all the podcasts. are just going to be like, what a yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, you know, so we back live, you know what I'm saying, ready to just talk some more hip-hop we hope y'all enjoyed the last show we know it was a little lengthy you know what i'm saying but that's that's what happens when you get into some real conversations about some real stuff you know what i mean you really get into it and we won't be worried about the time or nothing like that but we just hope you enjoyed it and this is the type of content that you're gonna be getting used to we're gonna bring some more stuff along the way in the future but right now you know what i'm saying we're back we're here so let's get into some topics you got something for them or you want me to start off
1: um, I, I'm gonna start it off. So, um, so Drake, you know, Drake, Drake's, um, slowly been dropping some fire. Um, did you hear the family feud and Lil Wayne, um, song on, on a Lil Wayne tape
0: on the Carter? Uh, I mean, not the Carter, but the, uh, the drought six.
1: Yeah. Did you hear that verse?
0: Nah, I ain't even hear that verse yet. I, I know I was like skimming through the tape and all of that, but um, I did hear his last two joints that he dropped, the little EP. I think it was like scary something, scary story, something like that. You know what I mean? Um, scary hours. I did. Yeah, scary hours. Yeah, I seen I seen that joint, and I um I heard the two joints on there. I think it's God's plan and the diplomatic community joint. But um, but how you feel? Like I heard things about. I heard other people's takes about the uh, the family feud joint like what you what did you think about it
1: I I think it was dope and I, I think um, not saying he was taking shots at uh Jay but just using that beat I think he's kind of acknowledging um, you know that I, I I I know he heard four 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 so I mm-hmm. think just hopping on that beat it made sense um, okay and then also you know just to speak on the, um scary hours. Um, Diplomatic immunity was hard.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. That it was,
1: that it, was it, hard, and 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 that kind of goes back to. It's good to hear. It's good to hear dudes just rapping, and um, you know the bars is there, the 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 you know the sneak disses on a lot of people. He, he addressed a lot of people in that song, so I was definitely feeling that. The other song, I know is number one. I know it's number one and it's popping, but I, I don't I don't like it as much as as, as that one.
0: That's the God's plan you know, right?
1: Yeah, God's plan is like the one that's breaking. You know, he break records regardless. He can, he just you know you know how Drake moves, but I I, I don't I don't like that as much as the other one.
0: Yeah, honestly, like you know when you start to see like uh, postings and things about Drake actually breaking records and same thing with Mickey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I pretty much feel like, like we've seen this already. Like I just like no disrespect to, and and look, I respect the King, you know, what he does in basketball and all that stuff. But it's kind of like LeBron James when you see a lot of his accolades and stats and all types of things, like he's the youngest player to get 30,000. Like, yes, that's amazing that he did that. But when it comes to the overall, you know, just I don't know what you're looking for in regards to it, but when it comes to the overall thing, like when you're looking at the NBA and you're looking at LeBron's career, you wanna see like, you know, the end all be all is like the championships. And I would say in comparison to hip hop and what Drake is doing, like the numbers and all of that stuff look great but i would think it's the music that lasts the longest with the people like how many classics have you dropped how many albums can you go back to that people without a doubt can just say like this is a classic project this is something that i it it had an impact on the people that the year was dropped and it's it's meaningful and it's going to last the test of time i think that's the true thing that will keep your name around like obviously in the record books and stuff like that for things like billboard or if you want a bunch of grammys and things like that like that you could attach things to that's great but one thing that hip hop has always been of it being a culture and rap music was music that with the words it was going to touch somebody and, and people were going to feel things from the things that you said so the God's plan one does to me feel like you know, uh what's that other record man? Um
1: I think it's uh, it's down it's Foreman Lake, I think is it, it, is some. I don't wanna say it's predictable, but it's something that I knew would chart. Um mm-hmm. I think with I think with charting I think when you get um headlines like that, I think it's two things to kinda of dissect. One um mm-hmm. If they if you if you keep hearing a headline that's something number one something number one what you gonna do you know exactly listen, you just, right you, exactly. you know what I'm saying well it's almost like yeah. it's almost like when views was getting all those all those spent it's like it's almost like okay they kept feeding saying views is number one is shattered record so. The average person is gonna be like, "Damn, is it, is it that popping? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it because it's on it's on the front page, uh, Apple mm-hmm. Music, it's everywhere. So and not seeing the music doesn't resonate, but it's almost like when somebody keeps talking about Breaking Bad. I, you know, if everybody keeps talking about it, you're probably gonna start watching it. You know what I'm saying? So funny, I think it's harder that like it's like almost advertisers, you know, like. Go out and listen to the song. And then on the flip side of that, I would say, mm-hmm. as long as drake has been out, I think that's pretty incredible to still, um, you know, to still have people care about your music. And as many waves as hip hop has been since he first dropped, I think that's, I, that's a good sign. I mean, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the rap that's out now, you know, it's not, you know, it's good and bad, but it's good to feel that somebody do want to hear a a rapper rap. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think exactly. that's positively, I mean, Drake is still maintaining, you know, his his position. So I think that's the flip side to that. I think that that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Definitely. Um, I I think it definitely comes through on, on that side, too. But, yeah, like, you, you're right. God's plan was kind of predictable. It kind of was like the fake love record. You know, like, Drake is... I, like love, fake, I didn't like fake love, though. I didn't like fake love, either. But, that's the, but you yeah. know, a bunch of people was like... It was like number one or, or you know, it was more like the number one talked-about record the of third. And it's like, I like Drake. For the rapping side, like, don't get me wrong, he can, he can do his thing. It's established that he can sing, he can hold a tune and hold a note, you know what I mean? Like, we know that, we get that. But, um, w one thing that I've been waiting, and this is, this is probably me just dreaming or whatever, but, you know, I would like to hear Drake do a straight hip hop record, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just all hip hop. You know, like, I mean, just all rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, not not even hip hop, but hip hop influence. Like, I want, like, more of a hip hop culture side, too, because I think he's capable of it. That would be the thing that can kind of prove to people that, you know, you can be an MC from that standpoint without it being records that are going to you know, like that are purposely made to chart. I think when you get a God's plan or you get a fake love or you get a hotline bling, these are records that are set to chart. You know what I'm saying? Like they know what he knows. He knows the stats of billboard. You know what I mean? He, everybody OBO, like 40, you know, know all of these dudes, they know these things. They know what he, he's bringing to the table, point blank, period. So they – Know exactly what they want to put out there for the people they know what type of audience that he has and what fans he has to make sure he needs to touch, but I just think from a hip hop standpoint, culture wise there's a lot of people that have been waiting for Drake to really just give you that rap that we felt when he was going at League now, you know what I'm saying and then and then he was giving you more rap records and you know that that's that's kind of what I'm looking for, but I love those records where he gets on his introspective tip, you know what I mean? When he's like, you know, just giving you what's going on in his life and his real talk, whether he's taking shots at whoever, you know what I'm saying? like That's where he's, I feel like Drake is the best when he's just talking about himself and really getting it out there. So diplomatic immunity, I put that right there with like a, 4 a.m. in Cali, you know, 4 a.m. in Calabasas, and uh, whatever, 3 a.m. in New York. I always love them type of record. So anytime he drops something like that, he's definitely got my ear. Aside from the joints that you know pop up on your Apple Music when it comes up, I don't need that. Just tell me Drake is doing some rapping. I'm gonna go check for it. You know what I mean? So that's that's now, how I block them joints.
1: Now speaking of taking shots, now. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read this line to you. So he said, "I've seen button careers turn and sit around and talk about other careers, judging their peers." Mm-hmm. So Budden, you know, to play on Joe Joe mm-hmm. Button's name. You I'll think you you? I don't. You think that's a diss, or you think that, or you think he's just? What do you think he's trying to say? Be home on?
0: I mean, um. You know, I feel like that he. I don't really know what the angle is with it because he didn't go further with it. You know, what I'm saying he didn't give he didn't give enough. Because Drake is the type, even with Meek Mill, he never said Meek Mill's name. You know, what I'm saying so he doesn't come out and say it. He doesn't say things directly to Jay, and he leaves it up to us to kind of figure it out. And that's he's he's a good writer. That's one thing I give Drake, despite, you know, all the rumors and stuff like that. He's he has a good way of masking what it is that he's trying to say, not not giving you anything completely direct, but letting you give you something to think about. So I, I can appreciate that in the style that he does. But, you know, because back in the day you would need to come out and actually say who it was that you were talking about. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a whole bunch of sneak, this, and subliminals. And we live in the day and age of that sub tweets, you know, like, like sub comments where people will say like stuff and really be trying to get somebody's attention. And, you know, it's, I feel definitely the play on words. This has been happening a couple of times, but that whole situation with Joe and Drake, when he came with those records, uh, I kind of don't see what the purpose of doing this right now is, but because um, I think if you if you heard like Joe and, you know, Drake kind of pieced everything up, especially ever since, you know, Joe getting this revolt situation happening with Puff, you know what I mean? He's he's in a different space now, you know what I mean? So for for this to come out, maybe this was a joint that was recorded a while ago, and he just put that's it out. Was, you know what I'm
1: saying? That's like, what I was kind of. I was leaning. I was leaning into that because it's kind of like maybe he, maybe it wasn't something that just dropped, you know, or he he created this year. Maybe it was sometime last year when you know the show was popping off. Um, mm-hmm. and then if you listen to Joe, Joe Joe keeps saying he retired, so. Uh-huh. Is it kind of like you know you know like Jay said you know niggas want to test you when your gun goes warm you know if if you know a nigga ain't gonna, like hop off the couch and, and start rapping exactly. or is this exactly. just, or like you said or is this just like a old a old verse but I I don't know I just think I don't think nothing brewing with that but I mean we'll we'll see if I mean what if he has some for him on an album what do you think what would you think. Well I mean oh, you,
0: think that, it, oh, you think this is it? I mean, I kinda like when I was listening to Joe's recent not the recent podcast, but the podcast before this last one that he just dropped, he did mention um he he kept making mention to somebody that he would come out of retirement for if he keep talking. Who you, you think what that
1: who you think that was? Because I know it wasn't I, 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 you know what's funny? I was, I was going to bring that up. I think the last, our last episode, or just one of our last conversations. And I was really interested because they, you know, I think Rory was, Rory and Ma agreed, like, this dude is nice. And, yeah. and Joe was like, I would absolutely come out of retirement for this guy. And this, this to me is somebody he's never battled. And mm. it's somebody that, I, did, I, I was thinking, I was, I don't, I'm not going to say two chains. I'm, I don't know why I thought two chains, but I, it's got to be somebody super relevant and that, that got talent, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't piece who that could be. Like I, I just couldn't really think, cause I, I don't really follow, you know, um, you know who's kind of beefing with him right now? Because you know how how the show made a lot of people mad, so I, I don't know who it, who it could be.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. It definitely ain't... I don't think it's Drake, and it definitely ain't nobody ain't, from the Migos.
1: It, it, it ain't... Pro. Yeah, yeah it's, I think it, it's, it's got to be a lyricist, mm-hmm. and it's got to be somebody he's never battled before, and... I, I don't know we we may have to kind of start to look at um damn, we we gotta pay attention we, be, I would love to find out
0: there's gonna be a hot take right yeah, here, man, but what you think is you think it might be uh m m hell no, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I'm just saying like you know what I mean like. Do you like, cause that's one person that is the, I forget the interview, man, what it was, but it was like, uh, they was I don't know if it was on Joe Blanton TV or wherever it was, but it was like, if you could battle anybody in the world, who would you battle? And he was like, Eminem. And the way he said it was like so fast, he was like, Eminem. He was like, you sure? He was like, yeah, Eminem. Why not? He was like, he was like, why would you want to battle? He was like, cause he's the best. He was like, so if I'm going to battle somebody, I want to battle the best, Period. Maybe Eminem. So I don't know. Maybe it could be M. I'm not sure, but I'm just that throwing was, that out there.
1: How you think that would? That would be I epic, would,
0: Bruh, I would, yo. I
1: would that would and, be and, and and let's let's talk about because uh, I know we don't do a Joe a Joe um, podcast, but. Yeah, of course. Joe, like if you if you watch Eight Mile, the reason why you couldn't be Eminem is because he already told you, you know, he told you all. He just aired out all his dirty laundry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he, he, he gave you all the ammo to kill him, and you can't kill him because he gave you the ammo. So it's kind of like Joe's the same way. This mm-hmm. whole his whole career, he he told you all his faults, all everything that could possibly, you could come back and say, oh, I got you on this. And and you could, and that's one of the things where it would be, it'd be really hard to beat him in a battle because of that. And then mm-hmm. with him, same thing. It's like, he's told you everything. So now it's kind of like, now it's going to come down to bars. And yeah. I, I was, that would be interesting. I always wanted, you know, I, I always really wanted a cannabis, to M&M. That was like my all-time Number yeah. one battle always wish would have happened was like a cannabis M and battle. That
0: would have been crazy, man. Like, because, yeah, you're right. Like, the both of them are super on display. You know what I'm saying? Like, M is our. Emmons obviously has some flaws in this, that, and the third and, you know, drug issues and so is Joe. So those wouldn't be, like, you know, two points that they would just decide to go after. Like, I think the two of them would have to have some super personal stuff on each other or it would just, like you said, come down to the bars. Like, period. And, you know, we know both of these dudes can wrap their asses off point blank. Like, I would just love to hear something like that. But whoever the person is they are nice. So when I'm thinking nice, especially compared to Joe's level, I got to think somebody of that caliber. I don't think it would be Jay-Z, you know, or anybody that would be very obvious because if that was the case, I don't think it would be, I don't think he would have been like, kind of like hiding it the way he did, you know what I'm saying? Like not to say they name or anything like that. But I don't know. It's hard to kind of pinpoint who he was talking about. But either way, I think it will be a great battle. Speaking of battles, quick little sidebar, um, my man's Arsenal and Hollow the Don are going to be revisiting and doing a rematch finally because uh, I think Arsenal always, I'm trying to remember the line that he always quotes. He's like, tell the Don I don't do rematches. He's actually going to do the rematch, and it's going to be on URL. Arsenal's supposed to be retired because the last battle where he battled Lux, it was supposed to be done after that. But it seems – look, Hollow brought him out of retirement because I don't think he could be Mook. It it could be Mook. Mook – I think Mook could bring Arsenal out of retirement. But that Hollow joint, man, I – it's gonna be crazy because the difference is. Did you did you see the first one? I got hollow. I
1: got hollow three o. you know I I I got hollow three <laughs> o. Hollow three o. I got no a respect for man. us. He he he.
0: You can't throw bars without putting that arson in. You <laughs> <Nope. laughs> And I know I'm biased because I'm Jersey, but I'm going to tell you like this, man. I love Hollow, yo. Like Hollow Hollow is something different. You know what I'm saying? He definitely will go down as one of the best battlers of all time because he has, he has the, the total package bars. You know what I'm saying? He can do so many different things, like with the freestyling, you know what I'm saying, with the rebuttals and... And, and, he's, funny, and, he, and he's funny,
1: any he's funny, dog, like, he is. I like, I like, the, I like comedic relief, you know, because I know everybody trying to kill you on stage with the gun bars, but I like, you know, I like how he, he can make you laugh, too, you know what I'm saying, and kind of lighten it up, but still, still give you that fire, so... I'm not trying to man, knock – I'm not saying it's going to be 3 like that, but I'm just saying I, I think he'll win, and, and that's what I'm man. trying to say.
0: Man. Yeah, because Arsenal, we already know, is Mr. Disrespectful. He can get very funny, but I think in this particular joint, he's going to have to – He he's going to if I was him, I would study the game tapes, kind of figure out, you know what I'm saying, what it is, make sure you say things that – you. make sure you avoid saying things that have already been said, you know what I mean? And, and give people a show. If you can do something a little different, cause I know a lot of people come with antics and, you know, props and, you know, bringing a person out the crowd for them to echo the bar or whatever, but I, I just, I don't want to see nothing over the top because I've seen that in a couple of joints where somebody will bring somebody else out or they'll look to their man's and say something and it don't hit as well. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it might hit in the building, but it got it got to hit on camera. That's one thing. You got to win in the building and you got to win on camera. If you take care of both of them joints, then you're solid. You know that you got a solid win. You know what I'm saying? But if, it, if it's left up to be a debatable, you know, that's just – we can just argue about that type of stuff, like back and forth for to the end of time. I, I, I don't like debatable battles. I only like debatable battles – when it's a super classic and you just can't tell who won, you know what I'm saying? Like JC, like that, that classic joint JC versus uh, what was the kid name from Boston? Um, damn man, I can't remember his name. Came uh, he would always be like Boss Town. Um, uh, I can't remember dude's name right now. You know what I'm saying? But you know, a lot of people know what I'm talking about. JC versus uh versus the other kid who's from Boston, I and mean, he was nice with it. He had a lot of – he got a lot of schemes and all of that stuff. I can't remember his name right now. But anyway, um, yeah, man, so, I, I mean, I can't wait for that, you know, when it drops. Uh, I hope it's real. I think – I believe i seen Arsenal put it up on his page, and I sent it out to everybody else that I pretty much know fo- that follows Battle Rap. But, you know, once we get the dates or whatever, you know what I'm saying, I'll, I'll be in tune with it. You'll see it on – IG, check your Instagram, check URL for any more information on that if you want to, you know, get into the battle situation. But, yeah, man, you know, so, to keep it going, uh, what's, uh, what's next up for you? What, what, you got another question for me, or, you know what I'm saying, you want me to go ahead and take over this joint? Um. well,
1: so, Joey Badass, um, like today, he said that he feel that hip hop is in a kind of like a trash state
0: I saw that tweet i saw that what tweet. do you so i mean I saw
1: so what do you think about that like
0: it was retweeted by my man j i d um you know what I'm saying that's the side to uh dreamville and um you know he i think he put up another tweet that was about the people that are on, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people that aren't on right now and a lot of people that we haven't heard that are that's really killing it more than the people that are on, you know what I'm saying? And this, I feel like this is a loaded topic right here because there are so many different ways that we can go off of this, um, but that's our whole point for this type of thing is to dig up the people that we know are capable of giving you just that real rap, that real raw, you know what I'm saying, just the stuff that you want to hear, you know, just just good music. Um, I'll be honest, I, I think rap is in a trash state at this particular Yeah, very trash state. Yeah, it's very trash. It's, it's very trash. Like you well, know, it, it, it's just before you ahead. speak
1: on it. I, I would say, like, it, are you saying popular rap? Are you saying rap and and? Because remember our last episode, we was talking about all the like a lot of big projects dropping this year from a lot mm-hmm. of prominent artists. And if you if you just wake up and you look at what's on Twitter, what's on you know, Instagram or, or what's just popular. I mean, you may not, you may say that's trash, but overall, like, we got a lot of big artists coming out that I don't think are trash. So, I mean, it, it depends on what, what you're, cause like you said, it is a loaded topic, but it is, it just really depends on, like, wh- like, based on what I, I wish you would kind of, if that's the thing is, You never get... That's why it's kind of hard with with Twitter or Instagram. You only get so many characters. And and that's just... There's so much you can dive into. So I think stuff like that you may not want to just put out there. Not saying you can or can't, but I know we got a podcast coming out. And hopefully... He, he talk of, you know, he speaks more on it because, you know, because you can get a lot of hate, you can get a lot of love from that, from, from saying that, but it's kind of like, that's something you have to really say, you have to like, spend time on. Like, this is why I think it's trash, um and very trash, actually, you know what I'm saying? Because there's just so many great artists. I think hip hop's come a long way. And and there's a lot of a great acts out, you know, wh- whether you like the newer guys or not. So I don't think it's in a trash state. It just depends on how close you follow the stuff that's trendy, because you may think all oh, that stuff. Uh, so that that's my take on it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. So let me um, let me go ahead into, and I'm gonna just kind of bring up a couple things. So let's let's where is the place? That you and I can go to if we wanted to understand who the new people are that are coming out. Um, well, I guess I'll answer my own question with that. Like that's the Double uh, XL freshman cover. So with the Double XL freshman cover and the history of it, it's actually been like very, very helpful to a lot of people that just weren't. Twitter every single day, on Instagram every day, hitting every blog site this, that, and the third. And I can say that, in my opinion, the Double XL freshman cover has been getting worse and worse each year. From, and I want to try to pinpoint when it started. I want to say maybe 2016 was like. 2015, 2016 was when there was like a shift and you started to see a big difference. And then this 2017 cover was just like, it was just a a amount of people that, you know, most people probably were not really familiar with um, some of the names that were on there. I don't know how far any of these you know, artists have to go or the longevity or anything like that. And that's something that, you know, I know we ain't really rocking with Everyday Struggle right now, you know what I'm saying, due to the departing of Joe Budden or whatever. But I did get a chance to peep some of the Everyday Struggle episode today that has our boy Star, the legend from Starbuck Wild on there right now. Um, They were doing what they called a, a prediction, For the 2018 and they ran off some of them names i might have known two or three and that's only because i you know same thing with the instagram twitter i might have seen them here or there or whatever but i don't know any of the music whatsoever a lot of these dudes that were on the list last year don't know any of the music the, the year before Maybe I think it was might have been three guys like maybe. Well, like, let me, maybe. Let me,
1: yeah, let me let me catch you up on. All right, so 2015, we got Dead Loaf, Steady Wop, Gold Link, K Camp, OG Nico, Rory, not the dude from the, <laughs> the Joe Button podcast. Um, or Rory. Shai I like Gizzy, Rory. Tink, mm-hmm. and then our, our boy Ben Staples, you, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. 2016, you got Anderson Park, 21, Kodak, this. Uzi, Lil, Lil Dicky, <laughs> uh, Pause, um, Davies, Denzel Curry, desi- oh, designer, G. Erbo, mm-hmm. and then Yachty, and then last year we got Kamaya. A Boogie, PNB Rock, Mariento, Playboy Cardi, um, is it Amine, um, Cap G, Kyle, Ugly God, and then XX, Tentacion. So, I mean, I would say this, like, you know, just like with the NBA draft, second round, first round, we don't know... What's gonna happen? You know, what I'm saying. Obviously, from 2015, we know who's hired and you know who's not as you know prevalent as they were. I mean, it's it's a hard game to get into. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of new artists coming out every every yeah. Because if you think about it, 2015, all these artists were talked about like they was the main artists. 2016, 2017. So every year. These are the guys that are flashing your eyes, and we don't know what's going to stick and what's going to, you know, take off. Now, well, like you said, I mean, are, are we supposed to be up one in the freshman class, or is this for like, is this for like sixteen-year-old, twelve-year-old, eighteen-year-old, you know, just based on their age? Because these guys are younger now versus maybe when you had a a freshman cover from like twenty ten. Maybe these guys are in their mid twenties. You know what I'm saying. So, what do you think about that? Like the age, if you really think about it, the age seems to be getting them shorter, shorter, shorter. And then these are like the start of these guys' careers versus maybe an older cover. You may have guys way older because it was a lot. It took a lot longer to get to that stage, and there wasn't you know the internet out how, how it is now. So, what do you think about that? Should we be up on these new guys, or is this too is this too soon? Do we need to give them a couple of years to see if they pan out, or are they just garbage?
0: Well, for Did you, somebody listening to somebody somebody definitely is listening to him. But then the way that they started, the way that academics and I hate to have to mention that dude's name, but the way that academics was like talking about it. He said things like, Okay, this person has a song that that kinda blew up. Then another one was like this person has such and such followers on Instagram. This one has such and such followers on SoundCloud and things like that. And I think from our traditional roots within hip hop, you know what I'm saying, you had to be nice. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it was you was doing. And I'm talking about um, I'm talking about like things like when it came to graffiti, you know what I'm saying? Like I, we heard a number of different things. Like you could not put up no tag and you was trash, you know what I'm saying? Because dudes will find you pound you out real quick, you know what I'm saying? And then pause, like, that's it. Like you done, like, you know what I'm saying? And you probably like after you get beat down like that, you probably ain't going to want to tag nothing no more. You know what I'm saying? You go want to make some different life decisions. If you was rhyming and you stole another person's style, they would see you, you know what I'm saying? Like eventually word would get to that person. They would see you and stomp you out or something like that. So nowadays, a lot of these guys, that are in in women that are coming out like it really depends on your wallet because there's been a number of different things that have come up especially since you know myself and my brother's journey into the music business with our label and everything like that we get offers from different people to like you know buy followers or you know what I'm saying by by likes and and by comments and things like that like there are ways to purchase these things by buy views on youtube there are a number of different ways that you can make yourself look like you're bigger than what you are especially in this digital age that's why the big problem that they're having right now with streaming you know what i'm saying versus like how it was with album sales so you couldn't tell if somebody was going out and copying All of these CDs to make it look like they had a first nice week versus a person that streams thousands, millions of times during the week and talks about how much money that they're making, you know what I'm saying, off of the streams and everything else. So it's a lot of different criteria that is going into consideration of putting these people on. But what I'm not seeing in certain things like there's a kid right now. I'll give you a good, uh, example. I want to say, uh, and I want to get his tag, right. You know what I'm saying? Off of Instagram, but I don't know. I know you don't really be on there like that, but there's this dude that has been rapping. I want to say ever since Meek Mill kind of got, uh, you know, his sentencing, you know what I'm saying? In regards to, you know, the whole situation that he just went through. Um, here it is. I got it. It's, uh, he goes by on Instagram is L G P underscore Q U A. So I don't really know how you say his, his name or anything like that, but um LGP, you know what I'm saying? This dude, skinny dude from Philly. Um I'm not sure if it's North Philly or West Philly or whatever, but he's definitely from Philly. And he I believe he was rapping outside of the precinct where Meek was at and somebody put on a beat. This kid has been rapping to, like, Public Enemy. He's been rapping to, like, Naughty By Nature. He's been rapping to all of these classic beats, but he's mixing kind of like a newer style flow that is for the young kids, you know what I'm saying, with this classic material, you know what I'm saying? No, You brought up with Joey Badass. It's sort of the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Joey Badass, the reason that we gravitated towards him was because... He is the essence, and he is like the the offspring of a boot camp clique, black moon, you know what I'm saying he's just he just represents everything that's Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying, like period, and when they ask Joey badass in pro era like why do y'all stick to? these older sounds, these older samples in your production and the music that you that you put out. And he's like, this is the music that we grew up on. These are the legends that are from the place that we're from and we want to follow in their footsteps. But that's actual music that we like. We don't want to, we're not trying to, you know, play to them or anything like that. But we enjoy that type of music. We enjoy lyrics. We enjoy people like MF Doom. We enjoy creativity. So that's what reflects in the music that we put out this kid that i'm talking about the um lgp kid like when you look at his stuff and his freestyles and his little videos that he puts up he says he's the voice of the youth and he's talking about kids that you know philly's a rough place a very dangerous place you get robbed shot stabbed a whole bunch of different things down there and he just he's really trying to uplift it Uplift the kids, you know what I'm saying? Uplift the youth, and I i hear it in the music. You know what I'm saying? I hear it in the things that he's saying. He's supposed to be dropping a mixtape pretty soon. When he does, I'm going to definitely review it, listen to it, I'm going to pass it over to you so we can listen to it, check it out. Because I think people like him need to get that look. You know what I'm saying? And he he has, like, at this point, point three hundred thousand followers. I'm on his page right now. He only got a couple of posts, and this, that, and third but he's being followed by a number of big name people, you know what I'm saying? People are checking for what it is that he's doing, but I don't hear him mentioned because he don't have a particular, uh, like like a song or a body of work or anything, but he's on the come up. I don't, I, it, sometimes it's funny with the XXL joint, you could have an album out, or mixtape out, or you could have just one song. But when it comes to like sheer talent that is like hitting through things, Meek Mill going to jail was a big situation last year. You know what I'm saying? Hit a lot of people hard. He dropped a great album. You know what I'm saying? Was putting some good music. He stepped away, you know, him and Nicki broke up. But Meek Mill was having a year that was turning around for the better for him. Unfortunately, the situation with the dirt bikes and why, you know, in a parole violation, got him locked up and all the issues that he had with the judge. But ever since that happened, I've been seeing this kid over and over and over. Every time I open up Instagram or something like that, somebody's either to be a freestyle. And he's like this. And he's got he's got the young kids out there doing it, and he's got the whole Philly behind him. It's something when you got the people behind you. It's a feeling. Like, that's what I get from this kid when I see him, when I see him rap. I get a feeling like, yo, this is like, this is ill. This is what people need to hear. This is what people need to see. And you just want to see him win. You know what I'm saying? I cannot say that about 90% of these other rappers out there that's doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's trying to bring, like, I'm talking about the new ones that we just don't know. Because you know, you, you click on the videos, you you click on whatever it is, if you if you see them on Apple, you see them on SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever, and you listen to what they're talking about, it doesn't move me. It doesn't move. I know it can't move. I know it possibly can't be moving you because we're not, one thing we don't do, we we ain't out here taking all these drugs and, you know what I'm saying, partying, this, that, and the third, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, Joey Badass put out an album, All American Badass, that I feel I deem as a classic because if you go back to 2017 years and years later and you want to know where black people was at in 2017 when Trump got elected and what was going on, what was the feeling, what was the vibe, what was the energy, you can go to All American Badass, 3Ks for American, you know what I'm saying, And, and understand what people were going through at that particular time. And he dropped this album and not a lot of people took to it i felt a lot of tupac in that album i felt a lot of great music within that album like he had styles p on there schoolboy q j cole was on a joint like he really gave his all on that joint and the cover was great The, the setup for the cd was great everything was great devastated was rocking the whole thing told a story and told but it was real life it was reality rap that you was getting where people are and I really think he got overlooked. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, it,
1: it, well, let me ask you a question then. Because, do you think Joey Badass can sell out a, a concert? Yes, right. At this point, yeah, yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen him. I've seen him pack stadiums. Can,
1: can he, can he tour overseas? Yes, of course. One hundred percent. Does he? Do people physically buy his records? Yes, right. Yes, they do. Yep. So, and then if we even if we even go back, you know, Dead Prez, Talib, probably mm-hmm. most sure. death, most death. These these guys never, um, they never had, you know, five million sales, three million sales, ten million sales. Mm-hmm. They never was. You know, you probably never seen him even the number one video on Rhapsody or whatever. Which is mm-hmm. which is fine because I think if he if he kinda of steps back, he's still he's still eating off hip hop. He's still selling out he's still selling out venues, he's still touring, so it's unfortunate and it's just like with any anything, like money, sex and violence sells, you're not gonna have, you know, the the, the film of, you know, like even movies, you know what I'm saying? We know what, what's gonna go number one, what's gonna sell in the box office versus like, I'm sure the color purple wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, they didn't make like you know a hundred million sure. the first week, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not what, you know, but versus like Terminator 2, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just know certain things are gonna be more popular, certain things are gonna sell more, but as long as you got a lane, and as long as you you still doing your thing, you may not, you know, you may not get all the accolades or you may not be talked about, which is unfortunate, but you still can move around and you can still have a long-lasting career. And it, it's just yeah. unfortunate that, you know what I'm saying, like the the stuff we consider great doesn't get all the airplay or it doesn't do this. But I think as long as you do got your core fans and you can satisfy them and you can still do what you do, I mean, it's easy to, I will feel, I will feel away if, if one artist, I mean, feel that I'm, I'm a million times better than is getting all this press, but at the end of the day, like I said, he's still, he's still got his fans, he's still moving, he's still moving records, but I kind of want to, um, I just want to talk about the, you know, not the state of hip hop, but maybe how, how we got to, not this point, but, what what these kids grew up on because if you really think about it, um, you know, they grew up on Lil Wayne, they grew up on Mm -hmm. Young Thug, they grew up on Chief Keefe, Bobby Shmurda, you got trap music, drill music, all this shit just blew up. Then you got to think about it, not saying everybody's 80, you know, ADD, but things are getting shorter now. So you you mix Mm -hmm. that with the turn up, with the lean, you know, there's new dances, you even remember, like, Vine, how the videos were short. You got, like, short um Snapchat. Like, everything is kind of getting shorter, faster. Um, yeah, songs are getting shorter. So, so, if you put all this in a pot and you stir it, I mean, this is what this is what... And then you got young kids that they see younger kids rapping now, so they want to rap. So, you got kids at 12, 13, 14 rapping. But the difference is now we don't got to wait until they're in their 20s, and now they don't got to, you know, they don't got to rap in front of somebody. They can actually go online, upload their music, and then they can have a career, like, almost, not overnight, obviously, you got to build your following, but I just think that's the difference, is, like, it's kind of like where, if you mix all that together, that's kind of, you can kind of see, you know, where where a lot of, where rappers get, you know where they want to, what they want to rap about, or look. I can, I can make money rapping off this certain way. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So I think you got to kind of look at it like that. I, that's, that's kind of like my take on it. You told in the future there too. Like they see, they see what he's doing. This is what they have grown up on. So it's almost like if Nas, Jay, if they grew up on, you know, Rakim. Run DMC, LL Cool J, they're going to try to mimic that. And then the guys after that, you know what I'm saying? It just kind of follows that trend. And then now you got kids who who look up to Joey. So you don't get kids that want to be like Joey too. So not not to say, you know, everybody's going to be like the newer artists. It's just, it's just they're getting obviously more press because look at what the labels are going after. You know what I'm saying you may have ten Joey badasses on Soundcloud right now, but the labels they they're the ones with the millions of dollars they have the power they can they can put out what they want, so this is what they're trying to this is what they're looking for so i think I think I would look at that as well, you know what I'm saying not to shit on anybody but i i that's what i'm that's my belief,
0: yeah, I got you I mean, you know what I'm saying because the labels. The labels definitely have a lot to do with it, you know what I'm saying well, they they pick and choose what they wanna see they they try to figure out you know what the climate is i uh, I don't know how much they're using you know utilizing the algorithms and Facebook and everything else that is going on, which i know they I know those things are used for different polls or trying to figure out the demographic of who you're going to be marketing something to which I get all of that and you know that's the biggest problem that I have is that nowadays everybody lets everything like everything is known you know what i'm saying like i remember when we used to grab the cds and we would like have conversations and be like yo you know well he's on def jam or you know try to figure out what label they're on and who the producer is and who the engineer is like it was just stuff that involved the music but now with most of these younger dudes, you know, putting up how much money that they're making, you know, talking about they're coming straight out the gate. Like I'm independent, fuck a label. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm out here doing my thing, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then turn around and use a label for distribution because you need some sort of distribution to get the stuff out there. But that kind of mentality where people just show everything. Like I think the music business is put on blast to the degree where there's so many people that think that they know it. They think that they understand it when really they have no idea what's going on. No clue. A lot of times most people listen to these rappers that jump on an Instagram or whatever. Anybody's willing to do almost anything to get a camera put in their face and get that popularity out there. Willie really, Fad said, uh, money's not the root of all evil. Attention is, you know what I'm saying? On his last, on one of his tapes, like, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's a very, very true situation. And I think the attention factor, the clickbait factor, the popularity factor, the bringing eyes to a site or to a page or to something, you know, to a company, I think all of that stuff has to do with, you know, where hip hop is going, where the culture is moving, where it's shifting towards. Because now, as we said, The age limit is getting younger and younger. It's not to say that somebody's older and can't be dope, but I'm telling you, I feel like XXL will take that into consideration, like, well, this is the age group that we're going in, and this particular person might be dope, but they just don't fit what it is that we're trying to push forward. I believe every time they do try to – but – Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, I was going to say because – if you in your tw- if the nigga's in his 20s right now, what's going to spark him to to start rapping? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to continue to trend down to, um, you know, dudes that's 16, 17, 18, 19. Because by the time you, if you like in your mid-20s right now, what's, why didn't you rap a long time ago? Because if you think about it, And I would like to, you know, talk to any, any rapper. What, what made you decide? Because it's almost like, not saying like joining a gang, but you making a commitment to, to doing something forever. Not, not necessarily forever, but it's almost like a career path. Like you saying, Mm -hmm. like, what makes you wake up one day and you saying, I'm a rapper? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm doing this for real. It's like when you get that go grow, it's like I got the go grow, you know what I'm saying? This is it. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing, is like so I think it's gonna start turning down to the younger guys and and then even Axe spoke on it and this is what we will be seeing, they're gonna and you were you were you were speaking on it too, they're gonna get guys that never wrapped a day in their life. And mm-hmm. they're gonna get put in a studio with a vocal coach, with a song, and then mm-hmm. now A B C D, you know, abracadabra, you a rapper now, and that mm-hmm. that's that's a, that's pretty scary, dog, because then that's kind of like how you lose a soul in, in hip hop mm-hmm. because now. You got somebody that was never, ever going to rap. Now, not to say, I mean, rap, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's a good way to make money, so I'm not going to knock people who do it. But, but then it's kind of like if you never, ever thought about it, and then now you're portraying to be a rapper, and then how long will that really last if, if you're not really trying to learn and then actually try to create something? Because if somebody just bring in... Bringing songs to you, bringing hooks, bringing you know, it's almost like it's it's not real. It's almost like a robot, you know what I'm saying? You're exactly. just being programmed to to perform whatever someone says they deem you should rap about. So that that's that's kind of like the scary part of it because then what's to say you know anybody at that point can rap? You know what I'm saying? Like if you got five million followers and they throw a beat on, a trap beat on, you know what I'm saying? You might be on, you know what I'm saying? So that exactly. that part scares me because that that's not genuine, and that's not what how it started. So hopefully that's not going to be something that's prevalent. Hopefully we do get, you know, rap. You know, and like I said, just, just people who, who want to create music, and that's not performing for somebody that wrote it, you know what I'm saying? So...
0: Exactly, exactly, and I I feel like I'm gonna let the freshman joint come out. You know what I'm saying? I haven't I haven't bought it. You know I'm I i don't so, do not we do ever pay attention to it though? Say yeah.
1: Have we ever really like like did you ever? Because I don't honestly I've never I never really paid attention to the freshman cover. I
0: mean, you can I think did, it, like think about
1: like like so, dog, like. Not just on double XL but it's been a minute since you know what I'm saying, since we was really buying it every week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't I don't think back then I don't really think even back then they was doing freshman covers, was they? Or when it, when did that when did that start?
0: Uh, the double XL freshman cover started
1: uh let's see. That would have had to have been twenty maybe 2012,
0: 2013. I got it right. Yeah, I know what it, is. It,
1: it had it. Could not have been this whole
0: time, bro. It's been going on since 2007. What? Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go over the list of the names, and we and this is this is one thing we'll do. We'll revisit this and give Double XL their entire uh, entire episode because I want to break it down where the rankings come from twenty from 2007 to 2017. That's
1: going to be hard. They, yeah, no, that's going to be gonna, hard. We're going gonna to we, really see, really see wh- how how these, how these careers panned out. You know what I'm saying? That, that's exactly. going to be good. I'm
0: going to give you a couple right here just off the back. 07, we got Saigon, Plies, Rich Boy, Gorilla Zo, Joel Ortiz, Lupe, Lil Boosie, Crooked Eye, Papoose and Young Dro.
1: Okay, never mind. We was on it. Yeah, damn I guess it was yeah, so man. long, God. We...
0: Now, damn. they skipped 08 for whatever reason. But 09, they had Wale, B.O.B., Charles Hamilton, Asher Roth, Corey Guns, Blue, Mickey Fats, Ace Hood, Currency, and Kid Cudi. Now, that's that's 9 2010, they had J. Cole, Pill, Nipsey Hustle, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, OJ the Juice Man, J-Rock, Fashon, and Donis. 2011, Meek Mill, Big Krik, High the Prince, Lil' Twist, Yellow Wolf, Fred the Godson, Mac Miller, YG, Lil' B, Kendrick Lamar, and Diggy Simmons and you read off i think we went to 2012 we've got future kid ink danny brown french montana macklemore don trip machine gun kelly Hobson, iggy azalea and rosco dash 2013 schoolboy q trinidad james joey badass ab soul logic action bronson kurt cobain's travis scott did Wright, Angel Hayes and Chief Keith? And finally, because you did, you started off on 15. 2014, we had Chance the Rapper, Rich Homie Kwan, Isaiah Rashad, Ty Dollar Sign, Lil Dirk, Kevin Gates, Troy Abb, Vic Mensa, John Connor, Lil Bibby, Jaron Denton, and August Alcina. I think wow. that was the, yeah, man. So we got some names on these lists and like i said we
1: We got to do a hall of fame
0: we definitely gonna do a hall of fame but we definitely gonna go through like who really put it down we're gonna we're gonna do our own freshman ranking list of where they went who's got the longest career who did we never hear anything from Who had a one hit and fell off or who was just on the list because you might have known somebody that worked at Double XL. We're going to keep it real. I'm sorry. If your name come up, we got to get you out of here. That's just what it is. But we definitely going to have a whole conversation on that. We got to. And you know, look, man, Double XL, they, they, they've been in the culture and of the culture for a long time. But, you know what I'm saying, I think think just with naming the names that we've named, there's been a shift within, you know what I'm saying, there's a reason that these names get posted. There's a reason that these names, these people get on the cover. And I think there's been a change in the regime, you know what I'm saying, of the the people at Double XL who make these decisions, you know what I'm saying, to put these people out there. So I I really think we just got to go over it and talk about it, you know what I'm saying, see what it is. You know what I mean? So, I did have a question for you, though. You know what I'm saying? With, with it being uh, Grammy Weekend coming up, you know what I'm saying? Um, do, how you feeling about the Grammys and the hip-hop, man? I don't
1: watch them, dog.
0: I know I ain't watching them either, you know what I'm saying? But, this particular night, though, Hove is being honored with, a, with some type of lifetime achievement. Oh, okay. You
1: know? All right, I, I think you know, I, I would
0: tune in for that. I would tune in for I def, that. Definitely want to tune in for that. But I'm saying, like, um, we got a couple of joints and a couple of categories that you and I can, like, you know, kind of give some predictions on real quick. And I got. Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm always me.
1: down. I'm always down for that.
0: All right, good. Well, let me see. Let's let's uh, let's not just go straight to the gusto, though, because that's what everybody want, wants to know. What's going to be the ultimate joint? Um, uh, for album of the year and all of that, but we're gonna start off with uh hmm, I just seen the name pop up. I didn't even know this was a category non classical producer of the year, and uh our boy, no ID is in that joint Uh Damn. that that'll be that'll be a good look, man if he could get that that'll be a really good look because thats still gotta win.
1: gotta win yeah. it i don't I don't even gotta look at that i don't I, if we' For the J album, just, just
0: give him, give him everything. All right, hold on, hold on, because we got a, we got a couple of, uh, we got a couple of joints where Jay is gonna be in that. Um, I'm gonna, gonna watch see. it. You
1: know what? I'm, I think I'm gonna watch it. If J's there, that, that's all I need.
0: I'm gonna definitely check it out. Um, I, how much? How how are you in your R and B game? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, I'll just throw out some names. You can even tell me if you ever like mess with them this year. We got Black, Khalid, uh, Khalid, who's the American teen album. We got uh Donald Glover, you know, Childish Gambino, Scissor and the Weekend. Um how you would you, have you heard any of these people's albums from 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 last year? It was a uh, Free Black, he that's the dude that spells his name with a six. Really, really dope kid, man, like straight out of Atlanta. Nice with the bars, too. Um, actually rapping. Uh, we got Khalid American Team, and he had that record. Uh, send me your location. Uh, Awaken My Love, My Child is Gambino, A.K.A. Donald Glover. That, that would be, that probably would be my number one pick because that's like, there, there's no other RB out like that right now, and I haven't heard nothing like that since like some funk, parliament, funkadelic type stuff. We got SZA, who, you know, Jersey, but at the same time she's TDE. That girl is incredible. I would love to see her win something, and she's got five different nominations that she's up for. And then we got Starboy by The Weeknd, which I know he I, had.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm all about The Weeknd. I, 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 I I'm not know. gonna lie, I, heard, I ain't heard none of them other. You know, my bad for all the other artists on there, but I'm pro Weeknd. So I'm going to go with the Starboy. That, Starboy. That's, that's my final answer.
0: Man, I would love to see Black get it, but then at the same time, I would love to see um, Awaken My Love get it. Uh, I'm not sure how many cat- categories Charles uh, Gambino is in, but the, seeing Black's name up there, that's really, really dope. I think that kid is super talented, and I know SZA got a couple other joints, but that's best. Uh, urban contemporary album, which that's another one to saying R&B. I don't know, yo, man. That, you know they be how, how they be. Yeah, that word that word gotta go.
1: Like urban, <laughs> urban dictionary. Ur- you know what I'm saying? Like I hate. Like please, like we need to get that word about it here, man. Like
0: urban, yeah. Like that's just what it, that we, mean, we we, we gotta like, start
1: petition. Have you ever used that word in a sentence, my nigga? Like urban. No,
0: man. I mean, let's keep it real. The last time I really used urban and rural in a sentence, I was in social studies, nigga. Like that shit was like nah. <laughs> (laughs) niggas don't even have social studies in school now you know what I'm saying it's like history something or whatever I I don't even know Yeah, we gotta get rid of that urban shit we'll we'll start a petition for that Uh, on on the best rap song collaboration we got family feud Beyonce and Jay Z we got Black, again, with Problems. Love that song. We got, uh but he's not featuring nobody else, so I guess he's, oh, because he's rapping the in himself. I, I get that one. Um, we got Travis Scott and SZA with Love Galore. Amazing record. Uh, Shy Glizzy, Gold Link, we got Crew. I'm not too familiar with that one. Um, but then the final one to cap it off, we got Kendrick Lamar and Rihanna, Royalty. Who you rocking with on that one?
1: I'm going to go with
0: Family Feud. Family Feud. It's kind of hard not to give it up the whole because that one, man, that's one of my joints too, man. Like, that's one of the ones that I just love that beat. And, and the little bit that Beyonce added to it it was just like, it's, it's kind of. B and J, that's the king and the queen. It's kind of hard not to go with Family Feud. So I'm going to have to throw that to Family Feud. Um, we're not going to go into the dance joint. We're not going to go into the rock. Because best it's rap. true, it's true.
1: Nobody win when the family feud. Like, if your family got <laughs> MLB, nobody <laughs> wins. It, it's going to really,
0: hit them with the bars.
1: Okay. That simple.
0: This is a hard. That simple. Well, this is a hard category right here. Best rap performance. And I know there's a difference between the performance and best rap song. But, you know, however they want to, however they categorize it, I don't know. But this is going to be tough. It's not really going to be too tough for me, because for me, anyway, I'll just read the joints and we'll get to it. We got Bad and Bougie with Migos and Lil Uzi Vert. Um, We got, excuse me, we got Humble, Kendrick Lamar. Bodak Yellow, Cardi B. 444, The Song by Jay-Z. And bounced back by Big Sean. Which how, how we how we moving with this one? What's the category? Best rap performance. I'm gonna go with Jay. Four forty four. It's hard. That's a hard song. I put, mean, that, that,
1: that's I a mean, hard
0: song to put up, put anything up against, dog. Like, that, that beat. It's, it's, it's a deep song. God, now, this is the thing. This God, is the thing.
1: God, when he first heard that beat.
0: When, first off, that girl's vocals. When she first starts coming in, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, that, and then the beat hits. It's like something that, that's, that's
1: soul music, dog. That's, like it that's, just, what, it, I'm, that's
0: you, what I'm. saying, man. I, that that look, man, I ain't even gonna lie. That shit almost made me shed a, a thug tear, nigga. Like, I mean, just like they, that. They, they me, nigga, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm keeping bad. it real. Son. That that <laughs> one right there, that shit is like, it's that's heavy, yo. Like, did you see? First off, nigga, did you see? Did you see the performance when he did it at Saturday Night Live?
1: Well, I I didn't see it, but this is some, like, if you really think about it, like, like, for a a dude that said all the crazy shit Jay said in his whole career, the ratchet shit, and and he he apologizes, like, that's some real shit, Dr. Everybody.
0: This nigga said, get your independent ass out of here. Question? Nigga, he... (laughs) He's saying it to the lead, to to the hottest chick in the game, Beyonce. He said that on the record. Like, when they had the number one record at the top, get your independent ass out of here. Question like, yo, he said some of the craziest shit. You are 100% right. But this dude on that performance, we talking about performance. And I'm I'm thinking of all the performances. I'm gonna tell you what, and you might not, you might disagree with oh, me. You, like, are you talking about? Oh, are you
1: talking about if if they went to like a like a show and performed
0: it? I'm assuming that's what the category is calling for. But I'm gonna tell you what, the only sure
1: person, I don't even care if he didn't perform it.
0: No, this this is what I'm gonna say about this one because I believe each one of these songs were performed by everybody because they were so big. You know what I'm saying? Because Jay obviously on tour and all of that. But the performance that I saw, because we didn't get to to go to the show, was on Saturday Night Live. The only person that's going to rival Jay-Z, and I'm being honest about all of the rest of the other people, no disrespect to Kendrick, Migos, and Big Sean, but the only person that will rival Jay-Z in this particular category would be Cardi B. And I'm going to tell you why. Because on Instagram... That's where you, you heard the song, maybe because you listened to the radio, but on Instagram, on YouTube, on every single thing, and even to the point where Drake was bringing her out, that's something that you haven't seen in a while because of the fact that when Cardi was stepped on stage and the song was being performed, the crowd damn near performed the song. Like, her whole joint, there was times where Cardi wouldn't even be able to say the words, because the crowd was too fucking loud, and they were performing the song. So that is the only one where I can honestly say that Cardi might have a leg up on the performance. But if you want to go, in my personal opinion, and i all respect to, you know, I hope Cardi does, you know, do her thing. I, I do like the girl, whatever. I feel like that performance that jay did on saturday night live he never looked at the crowd dog it was some shit like first off the words that are in this song i feel like it's very hard to perform this particular song it's not, and a, not a song feel. you want
1: to ever it's not a song you no, ever No, man
0: nigga you gotta see you got after you know what i'm saying when you get a chance pull that shit up and all our listeners out there if y'all haven't seen it Find it somehow. Watch Jay Z perform 444 on SNL. You are going to see a different side of Jay Z. If that shit don't move you, then of course just give it, you know, give it up to whoever else it is and take Jay Z completely out of the category. If that performance doesn't move you, but if it doesn't as well, then I don't know what. You, I don't know if you you better check your heart or check, you know, check your pulse. Make sure something is going on up in there because. If you understand anything about relationships and everything else, and for him to say these words, and that performance gives you a visual of what it's like to even have wrote those words, recorded those words, and then have to say them to people out loud, like it like Mina my wife was like when we were watching it, she said, "I felt like I was sitting in on something that I shouldn't have been watching." Like it, I felt like that was way too personal for me to have sat here and witnessed him do, you know what I'm saying? Like that's it. Should the performance should damn near make you uncomfortable or feel something extra about that song? So I didn't mean to go on a whole little rant about that shit, but yeah, I feel like Hove. It, it, that's even gonna be Cardi B a Hove. That's that's just what it's gonna be. It depends on who they want to see win it. Um, we'll move on to. Uh, The music video, it kind of depends on if you've seen all these videos, and I haven't seen, like, three of the other ones, but we got Kendrick in there with Humble, and we got Story of OJ. I haven't seen any other videos in the categories. Best rap album. Here we go. Tyler the Creator, Flower Boy. (sighs) Migos Culture. Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom jay z four four four, Kendrick Lamar, damn. The reason my voice dropped a little bit because them two we know are the number, those two are the highest ones, most nominated, so it's pretty much, if you're in a category with these two niggas, you might lose to them. I love Layla's Wisdom. Finally got it on CD. I love Scumfuck Flower Boy. Amazing album by Tyler. Migos came through with a solid project with Culture. They had some hits, but damn, man. To be in the, the cat, damn, and 444, those are two. That's like you don't want to see damn anywhere in your category, and you don't want to see those, four, those three numbers anywhere in your category because it's very hard to go against those two albums from the impact that they had last year. So I pretty much know where you're rolling. You're rolling with 444, is that correct? I don't what you' rolling with. <laughs> I'm pretty. I mean, look, man. Like, uh, if it came, I love Kendrick. You know, I love Kendrick. But that 444 gotta be up there. It gotta go. I need that on vinyl. That's a vinyl. That's a vinyl owned joint. And I have it on CD. I need that on vinyl. I need that. I want. I want. I want to hear the crackling on the vinyl when I put it on the turntable and play that and just let it rock throughout the crib. Um, We're going to move on. Best rap song. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Wait, All right. wait yeah. so you, you you said you got
0: Kendrick? No, I said 444.
1: Okay, good, good.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding it funky, man. Look, I love Rhapsody, right, man. Like, like, I love, love her, but so thank you. And, and um, in
1: 2011, Jay dropped a blueprint, right? Now, the blueprint to me was like the next sound because you know with the with the samples and every like it was kind of like a the next pivot in Jay's career for mm-hmm. where he was headed because before that you know we had all the volume volume one two three we had the dynasty album so the blueprint kind of like marked new ground for where Jay's career is going to go. What he was going to rap about? Just the whole soul samples and just everything. So the blueprint to me was, you know, the blueprint to hip hop. Like this is the next wave, right? Yeah. So I think that this, the 444 is a real blueprint too, because fast forward, now you're grown, you're older. You've been in the game so long, you can't rap about the shit he rapped about on Reasonable Doubt because it ain't the same guy. You know what I'm saying? This is a, this is a, you know, he has kids now. He sold so many records, he's accomplished so much. So to me, this is a blueprint for the older artists to kind of say, okay, let me kind of really think about what I'm going to rap about, what I've rapped about in the past, and really dive into some real topics, political, personal, whatever you want to say. But I think this is his real blueprint, too. This is a Mm -hmm. classic album. I don't think Mm -hmm. there's anything close to it. Lyrically, the beat selection, the pace of the album, the length of the album this is yeah. this is true hip hop, so to me, I don't think I think he should just be in this category by itself, and they should just tell him to come up because this this shit on this shit on everything this changed yeah. hip hop this is what you should want to this is like this is what you wish you want to be like when you grow up in a sense like this is this is like this is like Jordan. Like the last, like not even because it's like he already gave us the last shot, you know what I'm saying with the um black album, you know what I'm saying, like on like Jordan on buying Russell, you know what I'm saying. He already did that, so I'll, we don't even know what this means right now to hip hop until we go ten years from now and kind of look back. Well, because I'm sure he'll be retired in ten years, even though he probably can be, he can probably still you know what I'm saying, 10 years from now, I'm pretty sure he ain't going to lose that, but I'm pretty sure he'll be retired by then. But this is one of the most important albums that hip-hop has ever seen, and I don't want to dilute it and, and save. And I know, you know, Kendrick is dope, and we named a bunch of other artists, but Jamie's recognition for this album. No, like, did you, like, after Magna Carta, because I, I love Magna Carta, but a lot of people didn't. What did you think you were going to get from this album?
0: Um, I, one, did not expect the album. Um, You know, when those numbers were going around and they had shout out to our boy, Mahershala Mahershala Ali. Um, You know, it was him and Danny Glover and you saw them like kind of, you know, he was boxing and he was like the, the boxing coach and you know, people were saying it was easy with those two prominent actors to say that there was a movie coming and to kinda of throw people off. But um when we learned that it was indeed a Jay Z album, I'm not gonna front. I questioned it like, you know, what could hold talk about at this time? There was no music out. There was just nothing. There was there was nothing to give you to kind of get you into it. And that's not how Hobe operates. He usually hits you with a single. He usually hits you with something. And we got nothing. We we didn't understand. And when we got that little bit of Adonis, which was like, kind of give you, that was the sample, um, which, you know, if anybody knows anything about it, you know, hopefully you do listening to this type of podcast. But, you know, that's Jay's dad. And, um, you know, a very, very deep bonus track that wound up being on there. Um I didn't know what to expect. Like, I didn't have any problems with – I didn't have a bunch of problems with Magna Carter. I kind of understood Magna Carta. To me, it, it basically put Jay-Z at a point where he basically was trying to show everybody that, look, everything that you got going on with all of this trap stuff, y'all doing it, but I can do it better, you know what I'm saying. And He brought in certain people, like he brought in Timberland, he brought in Mike Will Made he brought in other producers, and it wasn't the typical Jay Z sound. Even the track that was done by Pharrell, you know what I'm saying, was 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 a little different. And you know, he gave you, you know, like fuck with me, fuck with me, you know, I got it. Uh, and he gave you different. He gave you a different side. It was artsy. It was different. It was just. It was. It was whole doing what he wanted to do, but this whole thing was, uh, and that's that's coming off of Watch the Throne, which is a classic. We got to get into that. That has a whole podcast episode coming just for that particular album. Uh, We're gonna strip it apart, everything. But um, with this, I had no idea. I had no idea the whole was coming with this, and when I listened, when I actually sat there and listened to it, man, it was just like. It was mind blowing. I remember when it came in, and i i got I got titled that day just to get the album. You know, what I'm saying? I remember that I was sitting there and the internet was going crazy, it was like the whole album is out. Go listen, go listen and before I could read any reviews or nothing. I was like, man, fuck this. I'm getting titled. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do it. Boom, pay for it. The album was there. We sat there. We listened to it, me and Mina, and we just were blown away record after record and when it stopped we were just like we couldn't believe it and then we i looked down a little bit further and saw the story of oj and the video was there he had already released it the same day that he released the album and to see the visual of that that was just the beginning because as you know, he's dropped videos, damn near visuals for every single song so far. And I mean, like, there's not one bad record on there. It, it just feels like, like you're 100% right in everything you said. Like, it, it's, we don't know the impact. We know the, you and I know the impact because we're big Jay-Z fans. Period. We, we understand it. And we understand where it's, you know, within the realm of his career, excuse me, an album that he's released, you know what I'm saying, over the years, how important this album is to his career, not let alone hip hop. But I think you're right with, with time and age and everything else comes more understanding. It It, it lets the classic word, You know, get bigger and stronger over time as, as the record ages and if it ages properly. So I feel like we definitely will see where it, where, where, where it's going to be in a number of years. But right now, it's very hard to be in a category next to this dude. Like, and I love them. I love, I love this, you know, that, the album and, the whole, you know, playing it one way and then playing it another way and the deep meanings and all of that stuff. And I think Kendrick had an amazing year. But it's just very hard to come off from the year, that being dropping drop in the same year that that 444 came out. And it really put a shadow over a lot of other albums. And no matter what, it's probably not one... It's probably not left off of anybody's list for top hip hop album or even top album of the year. Period. So I, I, I 100% agree, man. I think I think it's incredible. I, I didn't expect it, and you know I'm I'm happy with what I got. I'm happy. I was happy to purchase that that album, and I'm gonna do my best to find. That's one that I want the triple threat. I, I need to find it on tape, which I've seen tapes circulating. And I would love to find it on CD, you know, what I'm saying to complete make the cipher complete, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, that's 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 my feelings on 444, man. But we'll, we'll have an episode on that, breaking that down too, because that one, an appreciation joint, won't do it now because it's, you know, especially if he catches the Grammy, I'm pretty sure a bunch of other people are going to talk about it. But we're gonna give it some time. We're gonna give it some time, revisited, like in a year or so. You know what I'm saying? We'll come back. And be like, look, man, like, you know, after a year, you know, and hopefully if he's released anything else or other things have come out that have impacted, because like we said, we talked about a number of albums this year. And I just really hope that somebody in hip hop drops something that makes us, gives us the same feeling and that importance to the album. Um I'm going to move on to record of the year. Uh, we have, we only got a couple more categories to go over. Um, We've got... Humble by Kendrick, Redbone by Childish Gambino, Twenty Four K Magic by Bruno Mars, The Story of O J by Jay Z and Despacito Remix, Justin Bieber. I've heard about the song. I still never heard that shit yet. But um you know it's kinda not really my cup of tea or whatever, but uh which which one you going with for record of the year? This might be kind of hard because O.J., story of O.J. was not a, I think it was played on radio. You know I don't play in radio like that, but if we going off of radio shit, I kind of got my idea. But what you think? What you, what you think of the rec- record of the year? Oh, uh,
1: man. Um, I hate to keep giving the same guy credit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just going to go Daisy.
0: I'm going to be honest. It might be between, um, I'm thinking it might be between 24 K magic and humble because the difference is with a new Kendrick record. And that was the first single uh, he, he immediately had the video and it kind of gave you an idea of what the album, because I think that was really, yeah, that was released, Humble was released before the album came out. And that being the lead single, especially in California alone, it had played everywhere, over and over and over and over again. My Left Stroke just went viral. That whole shit was just, people use that as a meme. So many things, it played out through the NBA. But Bruno Mars is a different monster. Bruno Mars is a pop superstar. Um once you kill it the way you do at the Super Bowl, you're in a different realm. And that and despite the album, I wasn't the super biggest fan of the album and I got to go back and listen to it. I did give it one listen cuz I do like Bruno Mars and I bought his last couple of projects. Um this one here uh I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't a super big fan of my first listen, but that song though is undeniable. It was, it was a perfect, uh, uh, what do you call it? A perfect follow up to the other record that he had that was super big and gave you that kind of feel, um Uptown Funk. It was a perfect follow-up to that. It was sampled in, you know, a number of different things. The dance moves, everybody loved it. And Bruno Mars is going to play on hip-hop stations and on pop stations all across. He's he's one of them type of artists. He's definitely a global artist. So I'm going to say between them two, I would love, you know, once again, Childish Gambino. I love that song. But, you know, that's, that's going to be a – I don't think that one's going to be too tough to narrow down. Um Best new artists. Uh, we got Alicia Cara. Go ahead.
1: I just think I I know I just said Jay, but if we just think about I I know what you you know what your answer. I'm not gonna. We can go to your next category, but I just think the lyrics on, on a song, it was, it, it said it gave a lot of game. It gave a lot of insight. It's just it's full. I just think the lyrics alone on a song is is worth the the win. So I know I didn't I didn't say why, but if you just yeah. think about the lyrics, that's that's oh, that yeah, I mean, him telling you you know what I'm saying? Like that that's him telling you that I mean that that alone is why win. Yeah, I mean just yeah. some of the realest shit you would ever hear. And he vocalizing that now because you already seen him spend all the money, you know what I'm saying. So he like
0: and it's crazy that he dropped it when and he dropped the record and then OJ gets out of prison. That was that that was, that crazy. was
1: impeccable. Um, impeccable. What's the um, what's the next? You said best artist.
0: The next one was best new artist, and we got Alessia Cara. Don't know too much about her. We got Lil Uzi Vert. We got Julia Michaels, uh Khalid, the Khalid Kid, and uh, SZA. Um, I hope SZA takes that one home, but I'm thinking they might give that to Lil Uzi Vert. Just because he, you know, he did all of that shit without an album being out uh, with that XO Tour Life song. Like, that shit was everywhere, man. Like, People of all races, ages, colors, creeds, whatever. Everybody was singing that damn song. And I, I had to give it up to him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, it's not like I play that joint in the whip or anything like that, but I've heard it so many times. It's one of them joints that just you couldn't get away from. So, um, but if that, I don't know if one song can basically let you know that, and, and he's out of the records, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if that can be enough for the impact to give you, just, just like you're the best new artist. Because Scizor actually had records, sold records, and was nominated based on the music. And that's another thing Scizor writes all her own shit. So I feel like if you want to put best new artists up, I don't, like I said, I don't know too much about Julia, Khalid, or Alicia Carr, but if your pen ain't going down on that paper, because the stuff that she touched on with that album, you know, like the different topics, SZA was not your traditional R&B artist. She, she touched on a lot of topics that a lot of people probably don't want to talk about. And um, it was a great album. It was, you know, control the whole thing of her spelling it like C T R L, just like you see on the computer. She, you know, the picture of the the cover where she's sitting in is a bunch of old computers around because it's like a metaphor for like you know taking control and you know getting away from the the digital. St- like it's the girl is super smart, very talented, beautiful girl. Like I think. I think SZA should take it home, and I, I hope she walks away with something. She deserves something for that body of work that she put out. But that was Best New Artist. Um, I don't know how much you know about them. You got any any idea on who you think might win it?
1: Um, I'm going to just say, like, if you got a name that you can be a Wu-Tang member, I'm going to go with that.
0: There we go. There we go. Hey, look, say <laughs> no more. you go. good with that one. Um, finally... Uh Jay is in another one for Song of the Year. See that's what this is different. Okay. Uh Jay for Song of the Year has four forty four. And he's up against that Justin Bieber record, Despacito remix. Um That's what I like, Bruno Mars. I think I like that song. It's a good song. Issues by Julia Michaels. I haven't heard that one. And the the suicide Number the eight hundred two seven three eight two five five That's by Logic featuring Khalid and Leslie Cara. Um I'm going with four forty four. I'm going that's 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 my pick.
1: How you how you feel? Song of the year. Oh man, um so is this is this music that came out in twenty seventeen? Yep, right.
0: I think, I think because sometimes if you like hit the, the deadline, the, when's, the, when's the cutoff? I don't know. I don't know. There's always a there's, weird.
1: There's somebody missing. What's your name? Who? This is kind of. I just thought about that. Uh oh. There's somebody mm-hmm. missing. Who?
0: Oh, who yeah. we, Who came out
1: last year? Who? was a really big artist that came out last year?
0: Really big artist that came out last year. Man, this is going to me. Who, 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 Really big artist. not Beyonce.
1: Rap um,
0: artist. Rap artist. Toronto. Ross,
1: 2 Chains. Toronto. Drake. Oh, Drake, Drake, Drake. Something going on. I mean, well, no, no, no. I mean we know why. I know why. I know why. I know Are why. I know why. We you know was why. Was this on last on last he, year's ballot? He,
0: he did not submit it.
1: What, what do you mean?
0: He didn't submit it to the Grammys.
1: Who does that?
0: Drake, when you're big enough to do it.
1: Wait, so you they don't wait? So you got to submit your album so they don't just pick your album? How does that work?
0: Yeah, like you got to submit it for review. You know what I'm saying? And he, he, so they don't just pick, so
1: they don't pick up the album. He they, he has to say I want this at the Grammys.
0: Well, yeah, if you put it, if you're putting the album out, um, you don't think they have, have the a process? selection
1: committee? Don't they have like a he, selection committee and they discuss who who should be
0: nominated? I think so, but he purposely did not submit his to the grammys from what he said he said he wasn't submitting this to the grammys i don't know why but he didn't and maybe we could uh, talk about that one me, day and try to get to the bottom of it because that that's a good that's a good album and i like i enjoy boy life i really did it's so crazy because one wait, hold on did he win grammys for views
1: yeah i think he cleaned i think he cleaned up well, he won, one for, he won one for back-to-back, so you know he going to, like...
0: Well, he won for back-to-back, or so he was nominated?
1: I think he won. Oh, no, no, I don't think he won. Never mind, but he was nominated.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, because I was going to say, like... I think, like, Kendrick, that was,
1: was, I think Kendrick, Kendrick cleaned up that one, but I don't know. Oh, I no, think last year... Last year, Adele
0: cleaned up. Perhaps. Adele cleaned up. Uh, No, no, Adele cleaned up for album of the year, song of the year, uh, record of the year.
1: I think Kendrick cleaned up for rap last year, though. Or was that 2016? Wait. Damn. Uh,
0: No. Drake won for best rap song. He won for Hotline Bling. Chance won for best rap album. For coloring book,
1: but was that 2016 album though?
0: See, that's that's what I'm saying. And then Chance won Best Rap Performance.
1: But then, but his CD came out in 20, so I think it's a year behind.
0: And because all that got all Best that Rap g- Song. And Beyonce won Best Contemporary for Lemonade. Well, what song did Drake win? Hotline Blink. Because it was on, because Hotline Bling wound up being on views. I don't know, I just think
1: it's kind of, that's kind of weird.
0: I think it's weird too that he didn't submit it either. I I feel you. I, I definitely feel you. Um, the last one that we got to go on is Album of the Year. And that is Awaken My Love, Childish Gambino. Once again, he's in there. We all know 444 Jay Z, 24K Magic, Bruno Mars, Melodrama by Lord, and then Kendrick for damn.
1: Jay Jay um, not coming out to the Grammys without taking home all the Grammys.
0: You, you think so? You think they giving him Album of the Year?
1: Jay 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 come Jay coming out. He coming out to the Grammys, he he don't take everything. I mean... I mean, maybe that's why Drake didn't want to be there. I don't know.
0: That's my pick. That
1: That, that that would have been... See, this is what I would have liked to see. I would have liked to see Kendrick, Drake, and Jay-Z all nominated in all these same categories. And then I want to see how that would have played out. Mm -hmm. So maybe... That, maybe that's what happened. Maybe he didn't want to be, you know. Because he, he knew what was up.
0: He knew what was up. He knew. He I heard say, nah, nah, nah. Jake had to nah, fall back. He, like, nah, son. But, I <laughs> but that's the thing. He stopped.
1: <laughs> nah, nah. But once in real <laughs> he deserved to be. I, I think he. He does. He had he one does. of the best albums of the year. He had he songs did. on there that could be, you know, best rap songs. So I think he deserved to be in those categories, but ultimately I think Jay has the better project. But not to stay but I would have loved to see that that heavyweight match of all because that that would have meant more if Drake's there with the, with two two dudes that you know obviously you know you already know what the history is, but I, yeah, that, yeah. that's interesting to me that that's not that Maybe dope. because it's a, cause it's a playlist. Uh, maybe that's what it is, but I still I think know,
0: it, he has some heat on there, man. We already know that he has some heat. I'm, I'm gonna give it up to Drake for real, like you know what I'm saying. He he really has some good records, you know, like you know, um, just everything that he brought to that project. I still think the whole playlist thing was, you know, just funny wording. For whatever reason, I, I don't know if it had anything to do with, you know, putting out records to get released from your contract. Um, because you weren't able to buy it in stores, but you're able to buy, you know, damn, and 444. You know, the vinyl is big now, you know what I'm saying? And getting your hands on something like And just to not see Drake's his stuff anywhere, in my opinion, that kind of puts it like, you know, you you used to walk into a store and you would see views everywhere. Like it was flooded in most of the places. It was just you couldn't get that CD out of there. And to not have more life in there, it's crazy to me. And, and such and it was such good music on that project. And such a big bounce back from from uh, from the last album that he dropped from wow, views, you. Know I enjoyed
1: it more than down. Wow. And I already know I already know I already know how you <laughs> feel about that, but I I'm gonna just keep it a buck. I, I like damn. I like more I enjoy more life more than damn. That's that's what it is. <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> all I can say about that is damn like, that's,
1: that's what it is.
0: I mean, you know, hey look, man, look, to each day like I loved it. I don't know if I I, I definitely enjoy more than damn. I don't know, we gotta have that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta
1: have it. We gotta have it. I just know what what I spend, you know, what I um what would play more. Or not to say that is is way better, it's just I know personally I I enjoy the Drake T V more than the Kendrick T V
0: and I, I see i can I can respect it, you know what I'm saying at the end of the day, like you know what I mean even if we even if we don't agree I can still respect it because music is all you know it's 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 objective like you you should be objective when talking about music like no matter what like um but it's all, all um, personal taste, you know what I'm saying whatever you feel and I, we both, I could tell you what we both 100% agree on. We both agree that Drake should have been, if any year that Drake should have been in the category, it's this year. Like that, exactly. I, and there's there's something to that, man. We got to dig a little deeper. We got to talk about it. You know, my, that might be a conspiracy theory episode or something, but we got to figure out why he didn't want it to be nominated. And I, I really do think, with the two people that you possibly had beef with, when they drop such incredible material as they drop, I don't know if he was just shook. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: I don't think it's shook. It's just like I think it's more like because when you when you got these these high profile artists, all you know a lot of a lot of news can be spread about okay. This guy didn't win nothing, or this guy won it all, and this is supposed to be your competition. So I think it it may be it may be a lot deeper than that because if you think about it, if if Kendrick loses Jay, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like if, if you are like, damn, I lost the J in every category, you're not gonna go home and, and be mad. You're gonna be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Jay J Jay's not incredible right album. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it's, it, you just gotta give it up. It's not like a, a J album that dropped and, and we didn't like it and it was garbage and this nigga's still winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, there's no politics involved with this. This is, this album deserves all the awards, all the credit. But then you throw in, you know, like Apple versus Tidal, Drake versus J. You know, they, they've been having ace bar matches, so. If 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 he's nominated and he's not and then he's not winning against Jay, that's like a huge that's a huge deal. So maybe we overthinking or maybe it's a playlist, but I don't think it's I don't I don't really like the word playlist. I think it's an album. You know, like seventy percent of the album, and then he dedicated the last handful of songs to party and division and um, mm. you know. You know what I'm saying? That to me is a playlist because now it's like you showcase an OVO. You like this, this is, you know what I'm saying? Like that to me is a playlist because it's not, it's not, it's not Drake on every song. It's like this is, this is what we, this is what we rolling with. It's almost like, well, I don't think, I think the Dynasty album, the Jay Z album, even though I think there's one song he's not on, if I'm not mistaken. But it's how about
0: Mrs. Me- Lee.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but that that's a J album to me. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it, if you showcasing your your crew, that to me the playlist because I think it flowed well. It wasn't like it was all over the place. It, it, everything flowed well. The features, the um, the music, how how one through whatever 18, how it all lined up. I think that was systematic. I think it everything was right on that. So I, to me, I think that's an album. But hey, that's just our, you know, our our two cents on
0: that. Yeah, straight up, straight up. You know, help ain't
1: throw some bars at him if you, like. I'm at the awards show. You you know what I'm saying? You ain't you know, like you, That's that's just a, a leg up on somebody if if you if you taking home that, that the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and he's he gonna be in my building. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying, and he watching you do it. So I, I think you know that that might be it. I don't, I don't know.
0: It could be a lot to it, you know what I'm saying. But I, yeah, I really do feel you on the fact that it could be really like, you know, Kendrick, and and then knowing what Kendrick dropped too, and you know how important it was and everything else. Like, uh, you know, I just think it. I think it could be. I think there could be something to it. I think it could really be something to it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with that. You know what I mean? So, um, I think, I think that's a good, I think that's a good assessment of, of the Grammys. Um, I really do, I'm, I'm going to drop a little special joint. Um, cause, uh, I mean, I guess if you want, we can kind of go, go ahead and get ready close to wrapping it up here, but, um, I'm going to be dropping a special podcast. Uh, in regards to something that we we didn't get a chance to touch on, but something that was really, really, really close and near and dear to my heart, um, one of my, you know you and I, our favorite groups of all time, a tribe called Quest, dropped an incredible album that was dropped on my birthday on uh November eleventh of twenty sixteen, and they were asked to perform at the Grammys and everything else when the uh with the grammys last year which they did um you know after five dog pass and you know q-tip put up a couple of videos that were really you know that he was getting at the grammys and he was talking about you know some things that was really on his mind and you know it's uh i i do want to shed some light on that particular album even though it wasn't nominated but it was very impactful i think and, um, you know what I'm saying? I will be dropping that special joint, um, very, very soon, like in a day or two, uh, cause we got the Grammys coming up, I believe on Sunday. So we'll, we'll, we'll both check those out. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be watching. I know you're going to be watching it to see what happens. Um, I do hope Hope cleans up. I hope everybody, I hope Kendrick winds up getting one. I hope, uh, Sizzle winds up getting one black and everybody else nominated. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, good luck to all of those people. I know, you know, luck ain't really got too much to do with it, but, you know, it all depends on who gets what. But, um, you know what I'm saying, before we get up out of here, I did want to uh plug something real quick. Um, My man Will, who also has a podcast, and his podcast is the Each One Teach One podcast. He just released his fourth episode, and you can check him out at Will, that's W-I-L underscore I underscore am dot rutledge and it's r-u-t-l-e-d-g-e i'll go ahead and put uh some sort of description down and uh or some where you can actually find his podcast at um which will be on apple Podcasts just like you can find this one the say no more podcast as well as uh, on soundcloud and podomatic that's a company that both of us are going through at this particular time and that's those are the different places that you can get the podcast but um, you know, shout out to world Thank you for the support, and we do appreciate that over here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Beautiful Noise Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? The label that's uh that's definitely backing us. And um, yeah, man, this this has been a great talk, great conversation, and this this is just look forward to more conversations like this. Like we already been gave y'all a couple of episodes that's gonna be coming. So. You know what I mean? Trust me, like this is what we do every day. We love this. We live this culture. We want to continue to push this culture forward. We got so many ideas and so many other, you know, things that we are coming with. that, you know, we hope that you all are going to enjoy and definitely for anybody that's a hip hop head and overall music head because you know we 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 dig into our alternative. You know what I'm saying? Some rock stuff, some R and B stuff here and there too, as well, but you know hip hop is the thing that you know really kept us going you know what I'm saying throughout all of these years we still love it and it's the one that doesn't get as much shine as everything else everything else been rocking for so many years hip hop is only like 30 something you know what I'm saying years old you know what I mean and it's just you know we we love it we we grew up off of it it is our culture that's what we do and rap is the music of it and you know there's a lot of things going into it that's different and and rap changes throughout the years and the times and albums come and they go and we definitely are here to highlight moments situations albums feelings like years and all of that stuff that just you know really really means something to us to you all out there, and you know, you never know. Always tune in and check us out because it could always be something, in you know, in store for you that you weren't necessarily looking for, but you came to the right place and you found it. And with that being said, this is Al. That's my man B. B, you got any more words?
1: Um, yeah, I got, a, I got one. I got a question.
0: Bet, go ahead.
1: All right, so somebody gave you five hundred thousand dollars to tell some joke. Would you turn it down?
0: Oh, <laughs> hey, yo, man. Listen, if I'm. I think I'm no, a no, funny yes dude.
1: Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or
0: no? I'm taking that 500, son. I'm sorry, dude. Right, no more. We out. <laughs> All right, we out. 100. <laughs>